Welcome back, everyone, and to whomever is listening for the first time. Um, I'm José, in case you don't remember my voice from last episode, and today I'm here with Anton. Can you present yourself and say something? Um, hello, wonderful people and friends of tomorrow. I'm very excited to be here, uh, and my name is Anton, as you've already heard, and um, actually... Um, I'm, I'm living in Mainz at the moment, and so I'm recording from over there. And I'm really curious to what we're going to talk about today and uh, how it's going to develop. Yeah. yeah. Um, so today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what the European Solidarity Corp uh, is about in the sense of how you apply. And since we've noticed that this topic might be not very interesting to people that don't want to be part of the program. We will share our stories first about how our process and our adaptation and how did we get to that point of after the application and so on. So um, I was just like to ask you, Anton, where did you do your um, volunteering project yeah i i did it in uh poland in a village in a small tiny village maybe i had 50 people living there or something <laughs> really yeah um but it was wonderful because basically it was a little um a little palace where there was a kindergarten inside and a youth educational uh, encounter center um and it was pretty awesome for me because the i, I had the opportunity to uh, spend a lot of time with young people and that's the wish I had as well in the beginning um, to work with youngsters um, and yeah it was challenging for me to to stay there because in this village of course uh, somewhere um, I think 60 kilometers away from Wroclaw or Breslau or um, I don't yeah the, I don't know if people know this um, town it's a wonderful town um, and I I had I had the opportunity to learn Polish. I pick it up a bit. Um, oh really? Because was I was it? kind of forced. <laughs> ah, okay. No one spoke, uh, or very little people spoke a language that I I I I'd master as well. Um, unfortunately, I didn't I didn't pick it up too well. Uh, okay, but it's nice you? to have. It's nice to be able to communicate with, or at least a little bit, with the locals. So it's it's good if you always try to uh, fit in a little bit. Um, well, in my case, as I mentioned before, I did my volunteering in um, Soma Lombardo, like also very small, like city. I would it's it's a city actually, um, but very small uh, near Milan in Italy, and yeah, basically. It was me and another volunteering, and we were doing this international cooperation project, and we had the house for ourselves. Actually, the house was old, but uh, good to some extent. And no, it was we had a lot of problems, or a lot, some problems with our house. But it's nice that you like you always managed to like to solve those problems on your own. Um, but yeah, I mean. It was uh, like, yeah, it was like sharing a house with a stranger. And in the beginning, we kind of set the rules and uh, did everything, uh, well, trying to follow that. 
but in the end we got uh, on really well and we became uh, really close friends so yeah that's nice but what about you like what exactly did you like where did you live in what circumstances and so on yeah funny that you asked i never really dared to tell people uh, okay. because it was basically i was living in the palace as well um, uh -huh. and I, i just that no one gets the wrong picture it was um, a beautiful place um, but it wasn't like a, a fancy all neat and tight palace it had its yeah uh, edges and corners um But that's where I lived as well, in the on the top floor in a tiny room. Um, but okay. it was wonderful, and uh, I stayed there alone. I was the only volunteer in the beginning, mm -hmm. which was quite tough. But I also managed yes. to get another one, uh, uh, yeah, another volunteer um, to 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 this place, which was okay. uh, my savior, I'd say, in that sense, because. Yeah. Um, yeah, we really got to know each other well, and I think we became really good friends uh, throughout the year. And I, I couldn't have imagined it without uh, this person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, in my case, I also when I joined or like when I went for my project and I joined the association, um, I was also alone because the other volunteer wasn't selected yet. We knew that it were going to be so me and someone else, but the other someone else hadn't been selected by the time that I was already working. Um, so I was a little bit part of the selection process of the, the other volunteer. And the funny thing was that in the beginning, the house that me and the other volunteer stayed in wasn't available yet. So basically, and this kind of proves that you need to be open for anything. What happens with this uh, project is that they will always provide you with accommodation and the right, the enough money to self-sustain yourself and to have your own travels and to go out. Um, but you also need to be flexible and adapt to what they are available to offer you. So what happened with me was that when I arrived, since my house wasn't yet available because like there were some issues with like the renting of another house. So they, the association basically lost the house that I was supposed to be in. So they had to search for another one in like within a month. Um, and finally they did. But before I moved in, I was living with the director of the association and his family for two weeks and with his three kids and the dog. And it was really, I mean, in the beginning, It was uh, strange in the sense that, well, I mean, they don't know me, I don't know them, but since I already knew some Italian as well, it was, and they were uh, extremely welcoming, and the kids as well, and I don't, and many people will hate me for this, <laughs> but I don't really like dogs, <laughs> but um, I started to even like the dog, and it was called uh, Wilson. Um, yeah, so... Just to say that you need to be flexible and to adapt to the thing. And once, uh, the point that I wanted to make, and once I moved to the new house, before the other um, volunteer arrived, it was kind of weird because I actually didn't uh, have anyone. So I, I downgraded from living with five people to living, and a dog, to living on my own. And like the first couple of days were a little bit depressing 
and but then like you get your routine and then the next the other volunteer comes and yes then it was perfectly fine basically but yeah it's nice <laughs> so funny that you stayed with the family there <laughs> yes uh, um, but i can i can I, i i can give you a high five for this because i was also taking care of the volunteer that was then joining and also mm -hmm. being being thrown into circumstances that you don't know before is actually really yeah. refreshing as well because i yes. thought for me at least it was okay tough time uh, especially being on yourself in the beginning but um i really i think i i took some things from it um yeah it's that. challenging mm -hmm. i would say um and like and after i left their house actually i would go there because some of our projects and the activities with the schools it was on it, they were on the and on that uh, region so to speak and we were we would go to me and the other volunteer we would go to their house and have dinner together sometimes and with the kids so it, they became like my italian family so to speak it was uh, really cool actually that's um, how it's supposed to be right <laughs> yes exactly there, uh, having the no it, they were to, to have food extremely nice <laughs> um i would like to ask you now um about money and uh, travels like how much did you have and like where did you like were you able to travel and where did you go during your experience yeah um for first things first i had accommodation and food covered so uh -huh. i had no expenses uh, on that yes um which was lucky for me because the food was amazing as well uh, and i, okay. I didn't have to cook for myself most of the time so i mm -hmm. was having a great year <laughs> i had pierogi yes. and, and other typical Polish <laughs> food Polish. Um, and that was really amazing and um, yeah and then when it comes to money then i, I received pocket money with which i always had enough money to uh, do the things that i wanted to do also the, mm -hmm. the holidays but i think it comes down to um For me, at least, I, I think it might be different for other people, but for me, it came down yeah. to 85 euros a month. Um, I don't know how it was with you, um, but for me, the 85 mm. euros were more than enough because then it was also calculated into Sloty. Uh, and holidays, I basically did the holidays with the 80, uh, 85 euros and then I went with the other was that I mentioned before and we, we just took the train and went to visit uh, friends that we met yeah. during the arrival training or something oh, and then yes. we slept at theirs and then it was of course less expensive uh, and yeah, the, the money could go on on the important things in life like uh, food and and drinks yes. and uh, yeah but you time. said that you had food so you didn't have to worry about food like your 85 euros were for all the other expenses that you had yeah in my case wasn't that way but i've heard some people that actually instead of like giving they instead of having food already prepared for them they actually received vouchers but that wasn't also my case in my case i received besides the pocket money i received 140 euros for food uh, so basically now you already can see that the money we receive is different because we lived in different countries with even with different living costs and basically everything is calculated according to that And everything is explicit in the contract that you sign 
on uh, about the project for the duration of the the project and yeah so basically and the pocket money was five euros a day so in the end of the month you have like almost 300 euros and i also managed to go <laughs> to a lot of places that i really wanted to go for a long well maybe not for a long time but i really wanted to go since i had been in italy before that and yeah what's the trip actually that that you remember now when you look back like uh that's a trip <sighs> i did like whoa that was cool uh, there are too many <laughs> yeah too many to talk to no tell. but i i have well the one that i'm most proud of that i know that would be more difficult to make if i was from well, if i was like flying from portugal or from sweden that where i live now um was the balkan trip and basically i went from milan all the way to albania visiting uh, croatia bosnia Al uh, montenegro and albania and then taking the the boat back the ferry back to to italy the south of italy and just that entire two week holiday was insane it was so so nice that sounds um, really like many beautiful uh things happen during those I, i never i never got that far i always stayed with my my travels i stayed within poland maybe yeah. even in the radius of of uh 50 60 kilometers yeah <laughs> no I, I, i as well i mean i had a great time <laughs> I'm, i i'm sure about that no but for me i really wanted to visit uh, the balkans because i think it's a little bit like a place that most people don't give credit for or forget that they are there and it was so close you know and like there is connection from italy um so i was just like why not give it a try and i had enough money so and days off basically you have on the volunteering i guess you always had the same arrangement because i think it's for everyone in this case that you have two days per month of like vacation holidays um that you can accumulate and use whenever you want that's why like i took like two two weeks off um and then in on top of that you have like the usual two days per week um, two consecutive days per week that is usually the weekend but depending on like your association work of course it can change did you have any moment when it changed for you or not like um, did you always have the two days off coinciding with the weekend uh for me it was completely flexible i'm i'm so thankful for that actually because i i had uh the 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 chance to always communicate with my two wonderful chefs um mm -hmm. Uh, to talk about when to take holidays and most of the time I was living at the palace so all yeah. the things that happened at the palace so I was always available kind of yes. so in that sense um, I also worked on weekends sometimes and then yeah. during the week as well and then if I ever wanted to go for a week somewhere else it wasn't a problem at all um, mm -hmm. it just had to be communicated and yeah definitely um, For me, it was really, really awesome to live at the place where I work as well, because then I'd basically I'd be always working slash. Uh, yeah, chilling, kind uh, of. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also had the same experience because I like our house was actually 
the the oh, like operating uh, the what's the name of that headquarters well, yeah, <laughs> of the association that's a really fancy word um yeah the operating headquarters yeah just so where was, were you working in the headquarters uh down yeah, in milano yeah <laughs> Uh, and it was like it was in the same room. It was a really big room uh, that I slept in, and it was like for me, it was uh, if I wanted to work, I just needed to get up from my bed and like go to the table and start working. Um, so yeah, that's cool. And similar regarding the me, days, similar to regard, me, I woke up yeah. and I walked down the stairs. And then and I was ready at, to work. And yeah. It didn't take five minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, you just need to be able to separate work and uh, like your private personal life in that way. But I think you learn to do it with time. And volunteering is not like the work you do is relevant, but it's not the most difficult work or not the most consuming, at least. So it's pretty easy to deal with it. And uh, I also wanted to mention regarding the days off i had the same flexibility as you i would say because like also during i also worked during some weekends and like on some national holidays or at least for i remember one um, because we have a christmas campaign fundraising and like during the the period be, before the 24th it was like the craziest period in my association um, because we had like uh, connections with different um, we were raising funds in different uh, shops in in, in, in in whole of Italy and I was in one of the shops and we would like go every day to Milan and come back in the end of the day to our little village that um, is like one hour away and we always worked on the weekends like that those two weeks were very intense but then of course like after christmas we didn't work until the 6th of january so we had like vacations basically to compensate for that um so yeah i think the point here is we all we need to the contract says one thing and we will follow that but if you <laughs> communicate and if the association needs something um everyone will be flex will be or should be flexible and adapt to each other's needs basically yeah i think the the, the contract only gives a, a certain a certain framework within uh yeah within your you stay yeah yeah definitely but and i would like to now before we finish it up i would like to ask you like okay so we've had this amazing experience but how actually did you know about it how did you get there like how did you apply yeah the application process the wonderful application process i was in a time of my life where i wanted to do something different um i mm -hmm. quit my studies and i thought yeah uh, i need to do something else i want to do something with young people like i said before um, yeah. um also in the educational sector and then I checked for different organizations, etc. And then, funny enough, my dad uh, came around with this European Solidarity Corps. And yeah. um, so we sat down together and, and it's made 
really simple. So you, we sat down. Thirty minutes later, I had my profile on this um, on this website. Um, but maybe you can yeah. you can tell how how yeah. it works for you and how the the website works yeah. or the system works. For me, I also use the website. I actually found it on my own. Like I knew that the European Union has a lot of projects to help youngsters. So I was like searching for something and I found the European Solidarity Corp and I, you basically create your profile and you can either be contacted by associations and like passively wait for someone to want your volunteering. Um, or you can search for an association that you want to to participate uh, or like to work for. And yeah, basically every time there are either people contacting you, even if you already finished your project and you can't apply anymore, or there are always new projects coming up. So you always need to be uh, looking out for opportunities basically. I, but, think the, I think the yeah. fun thing about the application is once that it's simple and the other thing is that you can do whenever you want because yes. I, I know that I, I quit my studies some, somewhere in June, July and then I applied and uh, maybe yeah, also September same. or the month where a lot of projects start but I know from other yeah. people that jumped in in the middle of the year somewhere um, which I yeah, think is really I started. Cool. I started in July because also after I finished my my studies and yeah it's like basically projects start anytime and you just have to find the right project for you. Um, so I think this is our time. <laughs> Would you like to say something else uh, Anton? Um, actually I think uh, that I'm. If I look backwards to the application process, yeah. etc., I think I'm. I'm quite. I'm. I'm quite happy how it went, and mm -hmm. it's quite surprising because most of the time it's. Uh, it's a. It's a weird time in life because you take a different path. Um, yeah. But definitely the one I took is was a beautiful one. Uh, and yes. I hope that other people also have the chance to to take a cool path. Yeah, it's very rewarding, I would say. Mm. So, um, yeah, you have a lot of, you have a cool experience and you meet cool people. And thank you for listening. Um, I hope you liked this new episode and hopefully you'll continue to listen to future episodes. Future episodes! Woohoo! Um, <laughs> so, see you. Bye. Bye. -bye.